Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Was, uh, was crushing in Jaws. Um, so I, I, love, I love drinking these and imagining them. Sitting on a boat in the middle of uh, Lake Champlain. Well, you uh, were fighting a shark earlier. Well, you did, yeah, you that, did ride a shark earlier. That's it. I, yeah, I don't want to brag, but I, I, I contained a shark. He did mount a shark. Um, yeah. So, so here's the thing with Gansett. Bruise and Bruins podcast is sponsored by DraftKings. Everyone's favorite time of year is right around the corner, college football season. To celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Yes, that includes my Maryland Terrapins. Take advantage of this limited-time offer. Now you heard right, DraftKings is giving all new players $200 in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all the great promotions as well as the daily odds boosts that they're offering. Some of them are pretty sweet. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Here we go, guys. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. That's the important part. THPN is the promo code to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game, that's promo code THPN to get your free shot at $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Only new customers, only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Here we go. Take it away! Uh, welcome to episode 71 of the Bruins and Bruins Podcast, season 2. I don't know when season 3 starts. we got to check in on We that. really we should check in on that time. because I feel like season 2 started before... Like, doesn't the draft, is that like is that at the end of the year or the beginning of the year? You know what I say? That? Preseason. When the preseason, preseason starts, the new season starts. Well, we're going to But wait, podcast. what draft is it? It's the tw- 20, I guess it's the 2021 draft, so yeah. I guess, yeah, that's the end of the season. I mean, if you're going video game logic, then the season's already begun. Yeah, that's because true. the GM mode. Well, what's the fiscal year? What's our current fiscal year? Where are we at? I think, I don't know. I work I with words, sir. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> do, I don't do fiscal years. We're wordsmiths. I don't do here. fiscal. Uh, anyway, we're sitting by a lake. We're in way upstate Vermont. Uh, Basically Canada. Canada yeah. Shout out to Jealous Bell. She's somewhere across the lake there. Actually, I think she's south. She'll, right she'll be now. here tomorrow. But she'll, she'll be on her way. Uh, it is myself, Kim Hasbrook, joined by Chris here and Nick Lanciani. Uh, we are quite literally lakeside, sitting on our beer pong table, actually. Which, by the way, Cam's already tried to kill us. Lexi, Chris's roommate. We actually ran the table earlier, and by that I mean we went four and two, which I feel like is six hundred. You're probably getting the division there. I think you're you're probably getting a pennant. At the very worst, you're getting a wild card shot. But I think you guys um, had a shot at the title. Yeah, I think we probably could make it. We're the title. Well, tomorrow. We have a long day tomorrow. I mean, it's a long, long season. It's a long and season. And considering we'll it's a game that we invented literally today. I don't think there are many challenges. It's going to be the talk of town soon. 
Yeah. It's a fantastic game. Um, yeah, it involves uh, beer pong, beer die, and cornhole all in one game. Pretty, the, pretty the game. seamlessly. Yeah, kind of like an Ohio State thing. It's like the game. Yeah, it's just I, the except game. Except it's Dushu and I. I know there's already a The Game, and sorry to everyone who's listening who's just reminded that you're playing the game, but... Also, uh, the rapper the game. The game. The game. Yeah. And uh, aren't games like cigars? Isn't that like a... That's like a gas station. I don't know. Sure. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, Lance, you haven't spoken to you in a while. Let's get your uh, let's get your thoughts on the off season. And we're, this is very laid back. You know, we're sitting we're sitting outside by a lake here. You can hear the crickets chirping. I or whatever. So I don't want you to go too hard here. Just give you know how what, what's the vibe you're getting right now? Are you feeling optimistic as a Bruins fan? The vibe right now that I'm getting is you know like a 106.7 bedtime magic vibe. But uh... <laughs> the actual fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Can you dive in? I know I just told you to not dive into anything. But dial it, dial it back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, it's nighttime. We're out. It's the bugs and things. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we're recording a podcast like somewhat quietly, so it's just it's very much. I feel like Cam's being like twice as quiet as he needs to be. Exactly. I'm kind of going for the NPR vibe. It feels right right now. I'm looking. At, look at this. This is pristine. I can't. You're you're staring behind us. Well, nobody at home can see what we see. I turned around. It's yeah. nice. It's like it I'm good. looking at a lake. It's a sun that already set. So we're we gonna talk about our beers ever. Yeah. So I'm drinking a PBR because I felt like I had to for Chris. So you didn't have to for me. Well, I did. So I'm not marry whatever today is. What is Lexi doing? <laughs> One down. That's all right. We hey, got a hey, hey, Lex, you okay? <laughs> no, leave it. <laughs> all right, Lexi. So, uh, she's okay. <laughs> gra- grade, don't, don't worry. Grade your PBR. My PBR is a thirty-seven out of thirty-seven. What a surprise. On all scales, wow. Yeah. I mean, okay. just so happens that Patrice is my favorite player. But. Excited for that to be in the spreadsheet that you're making. Yes, I uh, am a month behind on that. Sorry about that. Just Sorry, a month? We'll get there. Well, it's the yeah, opposite. That's so. impressive, actually. Uh, I'm drinking a Slim Hazy from Peak or- Organic Brewing Company. I want to make sure I read that correctly. Described as a hoppy, hazy, locale IPA. Um and I like it because the can is very sunsetty here. It's like the sunset I'm getting over the lake. A lot of pink and orange hues to it. Um, cooler principle, Dave. Got to shut the cooler for it to work, folks. Don't forget. Uh, this is this reminds me of like a sea salt Kolsch kind of beer. I may be on a podcast, maybe. but I'm still gonna catch you. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's a minus. Really <laughs> uh, it is kind of hoppy, not overly bitter. Kind of more like a salty, like I said. But uh, if that's the kind of beer you're in for, I mean it. it, it you look at it and you get kind of a beachy vibe from the can. For sure, love the love the can colorways. Yeah, and that's pretty like what you what I pictured at least looking at the can is kind of the taste that I got. So effective marketing. Got some like '80s Houston Astros vibes. Sort of, yeah, a little a little more purple, but well, there's there's a little blue in there. It's yeah. not really an Astros thing. Yeah, it's, yeah it works. Um, well, over here we got a Narragansett Lager beer. Hi, neighbor. Um, we got the limited edition can, which is interesting because I've had this can here uh, like three different years over the past four years. So I'm not sure how limited edition it is, but also <laughs> I haven't found it anywhere else. Um, so maybe it is limited edition. Limited maybe they just geographically send it, maybe they just yeah, send it out here. Um, to this one location. In which case, everything is limited. It's not everywhere. So this is a, a Rhode Island beer, but I think the breweries in um, Rochester, New York... 
so it's not really a Rhode Island. Yeah, wait, beer. What, see, how does that work? Because that um, makes sense. Wait, so the the brewery originated in in Rhode Island. It's Narr- Narragansett, it's a, a town in Rhode Island. Oh yeah, that gave me one message. So this is the 1975 can. This is the can that Quint was uh, was crushing in Jaws. Um, so I, I, I love know. I love drinking these and imagining I'm sitting on a boat in the middle of uh, Lake Champlain. Well, you were fighting a shark earlier. Well, you yeah, did, you that, did ride a, a shark earlier. That's it. I, yeah, I don't want to brag, but I, I, I contained a shark. He did mount a shark. Um, yeah. So so here's the thing with Gansett. Uh, it's it's the Gannies. My friend Nick's favorite beer, um, not to be confused with Nick Lanciani. Um, I mean, you just called me Lancey. So, so Lancey, Lancey replaced other Nick in our fantasy hockey league for a, for a hot second, and then he took the team back and was not happy with what Lancey did to it. Um, you know what? We can't always be winners. <laughs> Beggars can't We're be choosers. Um, but in honor of my buddy Nick, who is currently uh, with the Army in South Korea right now, mm-hmm. we got like 60 Gansets. <laughs> we're yeah. just we're just pounding them. Um, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Gansett. I would I would never tell Nick this to his face, but they're kind of gross. Um, yeah, they're like kind of gross, but they're also like mm? <laughs> it's, it's like, a bit like it's intriguing. Moxie. But but yeah, you kind of want to throw up at the same time. It, yeah, so it's it's like uh, I would put it somewhere between Rolling Rock and PBR in terms of taste. Where PBR has a flavor and it's not offensive. Rolling Rock has a flavor and it's not offensive. Gansett is somewhere between them in terms of flavor, and somehow it makes it a little bit offensive. Yeah, but, can't decide. Kind of. Um, yeah. I, I will say once I grade this, it will come out higher than it should by description, which is why I'm describing it first because it's going to be pretty high on the ratings. Um, big old swig, drinkability, um, off the charts. It's yeah, it's it's like a well, it's not off the charts. It's a 36. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can. I, I have been oh, drinking sure. these all day. Like you can drink them all day. Like literally, we're doing it. Yeah. I, I feel like on the podcast we we talk hypothetically in the sense of like, yeah, if you were if you were oh, drinking yeah, these no, all yeah. days, this is you know kid tested, mother approved, except we're not kid tested. But, but we're really we're really doing this today. Like we yeah. we've been drinking these all day. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> so you know this is you know put it to the test. It's. I'll even bump it up to a 37 because you know we we really have. Yeah, I mean been, you, you tested it. Uh, yeah, it's it's been all day and uh, all process. day today, all day yesterday. Um, tasteability, and here's why it scales a little bit high is because you can taste it. Like yeah. it, it has a taste, and that's why it's it has a taste. Love it or hate. That's why it's higher than than things like Coors Light, Bud Light. Like it genuinely has a flavor. So it's not whether water. you enjoy the flavor or not up for debate. <laughs> um, so but it, it's it's in the like twenty five range. Let's go nice. with twenty five. Nice, that's respectable. Uh, you mentioned fantasy hockey. I actually want to get your take. I kind of mentioned this in our our Twitter group chat earlier this week. But uh, as you may have heard on the podcast before, I think I've mentioned it. But I kind of accidentally joined a really intense dynasty league, <laughs> fantasy hockey league last year. Um, long story, but there was a spot that was open in the league, and they asked me to come on and be the new GM of the Ottawa Senators. And I took it. And, are are uh, there owners for every team? There's 26 teams, so it's Jesus. pretty big. And uh, we're currently in the fourth round of the rookie draft, which is like primarily prospects in the NHL draft this year. Um, so that's been interesting, trying to research third-round draft picks. And we're going to go on for several more rounds. But aside from that, 
Uh, I'm currently relocating my team because there's no goddamn way I'm staying with the Ottawa Senators. Move to Hamilton. So, I, but I, the, the rule is that I need to, uh, which could work for Hamilton, but uh, I need to work for, it has to be a pro team that has existed in North America. Hey, Bulldog. I'm, I was leaning Colorado Rockies because I have Dude. a pretty sweet Rockies t-shirt and I like their logo a lot. But If you don't move it to San Diego, we're not friends anymore. What, the goals? Yeah. I could do that. Plus then you could be repping my fantasy hockey league team. Absolutely. Plus that would give me an excuse to... Like some copyright. <clears throat> yeah, to it's get totally a, some goals it. here. I'd have to get Andre Kasha then. Yeah. Reunite him. Prima. <clears throat> yeah, that's sad. How do you feel about that, Lancey? Kasha, Richie in Toronto. Somebody tried to trade me Nick Richie yesterday, and I said, well, unfortunately, as a Bruins fan, uh, I want no part of that. I was seeing him last year, and he said, oh, you're a Bruins fan. Can I offer you one shiny Nick Foligno? And I was like, ah, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not feeling great right now. I just don't think Nick Richie's going to be getting as many uh, shots banked off to him. Yeah, no, he doesn't have a David Krejci to bounce the puck <laughs> off him anymore, so. <laughs> Nor does Taylor Hall. You never know. I mean, John Tavares, he could make him into a first-line star. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, uh, no, I, you know, it's it's tough for Kasha because obviously you want to put himself first and be like, yeah, make sure you're okay, and don't play if you can't play. And uh, but you know, for Richie, it's it's a matter of hey, you had a great year and a contract year. Funny how that works. I mean, I'm not saying he's bad, but I'm saying that like, make your money, get get that bag, and uh, problem with Richie is he luck. had a great first half in a contract year and then his second half he was really bad exactly yeah um but hey i mean if he can which is why he ended up third line for toronto that's kind of what they need yeah i'm not sure that's (laughs) i don't think toronto was a nick richie away from getting over the hump but they definitely weren't a nick felino away and so if they weren't a nick felino away they're definitely not a nick richie away they tried something different you know because the last couple years they've basically done the same thing where they go and run out and get a bunch of veterans and say like oh yeah this will this will be the difference maker and then surprise surprise it's not i mean yeah you can add a Corey perry to your lineup and have a little bit of a spark but you still need something else and it's not over relying on the things that you've seen before <laughs> I, am, just <laughs> I am curious what happened with riley nash there was he hurt or like i just don't remember him playing so columbus that, yeah. he was injured he got traded he was on ltir for a little while then he made his debut in the playoffs and then toronto was just like yeah we aren't really because he is an absolutely like only defense yeah center but yep. he could play on a top line if you're being like this is our someone's hurt this uh, is our guy who is gonna shut down the other team's best line um but yeah i mean i don't uh, did, did he sign anywhere like what yeah i haven't heard anything about him he did uh and i can't uh winnipeg he signed with winnipeg that is fair yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just a party with that's, Paul that's just Yeah, that's just the Dubois. the best place to go disappear. I, I think the Jets need to move on from Paul Maurice at some point, and mm-hmm. it should have been yesterday. Uh, but he has, like, a lifetime coaching thing going on over there I mean, for some They could reason. also get rid of their general manager for many other reasons. I've got our hellebuck on my fantasy team, so. He's good. I feel bad for he's him. He's good. I think he was, like, the seventh-ranked player in fantasy this 
Yeah, because probably because he's gonna get a lot of shots, and he's good. So no think, goalie should ever have to play like seventy. I games genuinely a think he's the second best goalie in the world right now. Yeah, right. I do too. That's why I'm, I was very happy with that part of my roster. But uh, Lancey, I want to circle back to it. I was gonna say, dodge the, the question. Bruins. But Bruins, uh, uh, what's your general? If you're like one to ten, how optimistic are you? Obviously, you know things could change for the end of the season, but based on what we've seen. Well, you know, I'd, I'd never put them as Stanley Cup contenders. Uh, and that's kind of, they perform better when they're not the favorite. So it's kind of a good thing that they've taken a step back in a way. How much of a step back is it? This is a rational This is is great. Well, no. Feed into it. It's not ideal, but it's not quite like 2006, 2007, you know? Like, we don't have Dave Lewis behind the bench, and there are guys that are not named Peter Tenkrat and David Tanabe, so (laughs) it should be something better than nothing but it's it's a lot more like uh you know that late 2000s vibe where you're like all right so one of the young kids is gonna be good right right yeah. please tell me one of the young kids is gonna be good they aren't <laughs> yeah do we have too many <coughs> vladimir sabokas on the team we got uh jack Stadnika. yeah i was gonna ask about that because we mentioned it a little before the pod but uh, I would love to be proven wrong, but I don't have very much confidence in Jack Stanika being a productive player at this point. I think it's just, I you know, I, maybe he still had, you know, he's young, obviously. He put on muscle. Yeah, so, and know. he put on some muscle. But he, that's, like, like, that's the absolute best way to elevate your stock in any yeah. Bruins fan's <laughs> yeah. eyes. That's that's true. Oh, he put on someone harder. Now. Zach Sanishin put on. 15 pounds of muscle like oh he's gonna be sick this year i just have trouble seeing him like really produce this year at a sustainable rate you know maybe he gets a couple little hot streaks where he's really feeling it and skating well or whatever but like i i nancy was saying you ideally would put him through another year of providence which i think just I agree, but i don't factor. think you really can because the birds don't have the depth to do that so it's right like, it's hard because you know last year he was bouncing back and forth without being able to bounce back and forth. Yeah. And with only 24, 25 games in Providence throughout the whole season, it was hard to really get anything going. So it's kind of like, I don't think he looked terrible, but last year threw a wrench in the plan because he should be ready by now. But is he? Yeah, and also he has the burden of expectation because the Bruins' prospect pool is so bad Mm -hmm. that anyone who is at the top is immediately like a top prospect. Quote yeah. unquote, <laughs> yeah. and I think on any other team he would be like a middle of the road prospect, and not expected to be doing as much as he is. And that's kind of the same thing with Trent Frederick. Is I like, was just gonna say, I think the bar is Trent Frederick. Is he better or worse? Yeah, and, and Trent Frederick is like went from oh this guy's like our future third line center to fan, fan favorite line. who also like the expectations immediately dropped because everyone was like, oh, this guy just cannot score. Yeah. Uh, like, he's he's just going to be out there as an energy guy. So maybe this is just, like, our future fourth-line left wing. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a more realistic projection. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's also not the best. It's not bad if you can keep them on small contracts and you know you're able to rebuild in front of them but and i hate to use that word because it's not quite a rebuild yet but like you're, you're teetering on that edge you're closer yeah. than you've been 
I mean, that's that is one of the big problems. Is that we do say things like it's it's always going to be fine as long as you have like certain players like David Pasternak, you still have Charlie the McAvoy. Like that's always good. No, I, I mean like even in the future oh yeah, the, the young new core. But um, like the, there is the the core beyond Patrice Bergeron. Like Brad Marchand's going to be around for a little while. Taylor Hall's going to be around for longer than that. But then you also have guys like David Pasternak. You have Charlie McAvoy. You have Brandon Carlo. Like those guys are going to be around for a while. Hockey is not like basketball, where like you, as long as you have like a couple of solid pieces, you're going to be fine. This is you need like, to have the full roster. This has a lot to do with how the cap goes over the next few years and yeah. how the ownership and and management deals with the cap space that they have. So it's it's going to be wild with the. Uh, and the big curveball. There's a pretty big like free agents class coming up in the next year, and, and this, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a big deal. I'm curious to see like <clears throat> kind of a little different, but um, like the Red Sox this year, obviously with what's going on right now. I don't know if you guys have been kind of following it, but like obviously overperforming expectations. If the Bruins do something like that this year, and We'll see how it goes for the Sox. <laughs> I still have confidence that they can turn around Chris Sale coming back. They need some pitching. We'll see if Chris Sale's good. Um, but, look, Heim Bloom was, like, very adamant about not mortgaging the future whatsoever, and he was hired to build up the prospect pool in Boston that was abysmal, and he's been doing a really good job with that. And I the mean, fact that the Red Sox were competing this year I mean, He mortgaged throws... the future by trading Mookie Betts. But, yeah. Well, but, if, but if you're following his plan, it's going according to plan. If you're following yeah. what people want to see right now, which is get us to the World Series again, then it's not going according to plan. And that's kind of my my projection for the Bruins. Is like, what ha- what if what if the Bruins are that team this year where they come out and they have a strong early season or something like that? You know what I mean? I mean they, they did Omar it. Just really good. It has a great season. start. That's kind of a similar thing, yeah. And they start to fade again. Tremendous January. You, average is, February. Is this a year where the Bruins... Okay, March. Because the Bruins bought last year. But at some point, you got to... They've been buying the every year. Yeah. Exactly. At some point, you got to stop Which is buying. why their prospect pool is garbage. Yeah. And so, it, obviously, you see how things go this year, and there's a lot of decisions to be made there. But I feel like this is a year where it's, like, very feasible that you could start not buying. Well, the, the very fact that they haven't traded their first-round yeah, first pick in the last couple of seasons yeah. tells you something. Exactly. They're, they're going to keep buying until Bergeron retires. Basically. I mean, right now it's, yeah. you know, Bergie, what do you want to do? Next year it's, okay, Pasta, McAvoy, what do you think? Do you want to stick around for this for a couple of years? Do you want to do something different? It's Is there a, anything that you think we can really, do that? It's really panic time if... We get to next offseason. Like, through next offseason, the Bruins don't have a first-line center. Yeah. Right. Then you... Oh, man. I don't want to say Buffalo, but, you know, then you get into scary territory, but... That's a good segue, though, because I did want to talk about Linus Olmark. And, uh, you know, what do we expect? Lancey Olmark. Because a lot of times people look at him and be like, well, he played in Buffalo, so he must suck. No. Well, we've talked he, about this. Right. He was he was the best goalie for Buffalo, so it's kind of like, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I, I do like the fact that he signed for more year, more years than fewer because it's you know it gives you options. But um, maybe this he's is not like, Tuca, which is going to hurt you in the short run. That's what I was going to say. Maybe like being a spoiled 
Bruins fan with like Tuga, which I don't know. I hope I hope this isn't the year that like everybody realizes that Tuga was good because that would mean the Bruins are probably suffering as a result of goaltending. But maybe it is just me being spoiled with so much good goaltending. But I feel like it might kind of work out. I don't know. I mean, I see a situation where Omar can come in and be solid. Swayman kind of keep playing off that rookie high and at least have a strong start to the season again. It's the longevity for me that's going to be not having a tested veteran. I mean, old Mark, you know, he's young. He, I guess he's got some experience more than Swayman, but not having a tested veteran to go a full length. And obviously they'll split more, I think, than the Bruins have the last couple of seasons, even going more toward like a 60-40 with Rask. But We're in that weird period of time when it's like, okay, so Cheever's just was done and now we have Pete Peters and then we have Andy Moog and then you know like what do we do now yeah I mean do you go Rob Tallis probably not but pretty much just like wait around till Byron Defoe and then from there you get Andrew Toivonen and then Tim Thomas Manny Fernandez baby the man dog let's go you know it's kind of funny because I don't really remember paying attention to free agency after like more than three days in 2007 and I did basically the same thing this year for one reason or another. I think it's just because we've had hockey virtually nonstop for almost two years with the exception of the five months. That I was like, yeah, except for the big gap where we didn't have but hockey. Like, I <laughs> still looked at stats and things daily because I was trying to predict what could happen if they returned. So yeah. it, it's been good for me for the last like month to not to unwind look at hey, anything. Step away from it. Sit by the lake. Enjoy it. Exactly. And you know with that in mind, let's, let's wrap sunset. it up. Let's go enjoy it. Let's go enjoy it. Yeah. Guys, go out. If you want to listen to more hockey shit, go listen. We had some good episodes this week with uh, Jaffe and Porter, so. I'm not good enough for you. That's fine. Go listen to those. Hey, uh, Lance. Well, I'm not always. kidding. Lance Billy Jaffe and I go way dude. back to like 2017. He's a cool dude. You, why, why couldn't you put us in touch with him earlier? Because um, I don't actually have his contact info. But wow. I do know what he likes at Mike's Pastry, and I do think he has great suits, so. Damn, well, if you want Lancey's contact info, just email bruisingburns at gmail.com. Also, send us your questions, and Te- we'll answer them on the pod. Uh, text us. Our phone numbers are probably somewhere accessible. <laughs> and uh, stay safe out there, folks. Enjoy the summertime. Bye. Maybe go to the lake or something. Beer chugs. Ah, yummy. Uh. Table shake there, so... Nope. <laughs>